All right, we're just going to jump straight into it. Address the elephant in the room. The Chiefs won the Super Bowl last night, and it couldn't have been a better game. I think it was the best played game in the entire season from any team. It was literally, first of all, my anxiety was at an all-time high. You know, I know I got high blood pressure and anxiety. And literally from start to finish, my heart was pounding. It was it was to the point where sometimes I was so relieved that it was commercial breaks because my heart rate would slow down. But as soon as the game came back on, just started like instantly just, just throbbing. Because I'm not going to lie, like I didn't have high hopes for the Chiefs going into this game. I legitimately thought that the Eagles may were going to outperform them. And as, you know, I think back on it, I was thinking that, like, they were going to go up, like, 24-10. And, like, literally we're going to go up 24 instantly. We get 10. And then at the half it's 24-10, and we're, like, we're screwed the rest of the game, just trailing by two touchdowns. And we were never going to be able to come back. But it was, like, it was literally, like, one of the most evenly matched and and that's not even like the the biggest part about the game that I want to talk about. What I want to talk about, which is what everybody's talking about, but we're gonna get to that. But I just want to talk about the overall, you know, performance of the game. And then I'll talk about my like, you know, bitches and you know, gripes about it afterwards. Yeah, but it was just like an overall good played game. Like I've never seen – I didn't see a game played this well throughout the whole season. There were good games, don't get me wrong, but this was just the most just fucking – just on it, on it. It wasn't a low-scoring game. It was just, like, you know, repeatedly. And um, I'm I'm, I'm going <laughs> to tell you all now, like, I've watched the highlights at least five times. I'm watching them right now on the TV as we speak. But, you know – but like I said, it was just like everybody came out there good to play. I and I was so worried, man. And when I thought it was really over, is when like Patrick Mahomes got hurt in the first half. I was like, oh my goodness, bro. Like I thought he was good. He's not good. Like like I, instantly, I, I I considered turning the game off. But I was like, no, fuck that. I'm here. I am here. And especially when um. You know, that was going through my mind, and then I thought Jalen Hurst was just going to run the fucking ball on us. Like, literally, he was going to be unfucking stoppable But the defense on Kansas City, like, stepped the fuck up, and they held him. You know, they, he got some good plays off, don't get me wrong, last half, but the defense definitely on Kansas City side stepped the fuck up and did what they needed to do to put that pressure on uh, Jalen Hurts and either make him throw that ball quick or, you know, he, he – they got him for a fumble, recovery, touchdown. Um, and, you know, like I said, they just put great pressure on him. And then um, so, we, you know, we go into the second half, and now this is where things get kind of crazy. Because also, like I said, you know, we were trailing, like, almost the entire game. And I'm just like, man, this is this is a fucking nail bar. I was like, all we need to do is take the lead. And or uh, tie the game, take the lead, and at least go up by a touchdown because we can just keep them, just hold them at bay till the end. Because we were, I know for sure we were gonna come out that second half and perform like a motherfucker like we always do. And they truly lived up to that name of second half team because they came out their second half guns fucking blazing. 
And um, I think we gained most of our points in the second half for sure. Um, but, you know, the so now we get to, you know, the gripes and stuff. Good game overall. Both teams played good. I'll give Eagles their props. Um, I actually bought an Eagles shirt. It's, a, you know, old tapestry. Again, Michael Vick thing. Paying homage to mainly Michael Vick. But, um, but yeah, I'm not going to lie. It was a nerve-wracking game. And I was only and, – and I was truly more so because y'all know me, man. I am a petty, vindictive individual. I was only hoping the, the Eagles lost because of one individual. And, hey, man, I know he's going through it right now. But it is what it is. Um, but my gripes about the game – and as you can clearly see, like, the field, the turf that they were using, slippery as fuck. They painted that entire goddamn field. Motherfuckers were slipping and sliding all over the place, having to change cleats. Fucking, I think, I forgot who it was. I think it was Pacheco or something like that. Slipped while he was doing a fucking celebration dance. It was just like, that's how bad that turf was. Like, um... It was kind of crazy to see that. I, I I don't know if they're going to address that. I know they said that, that that stadium had problems with turf before, and they're probably definitely going to do something about it since, like, it was just – it was literally seen that fucking – like, they were barely able to play. It was like they was playing out there in fucking snow or something like that or rain. Uh, But, yeah, that was one of my complaints. Uh, And then, of course, the biggest complaint of it all was the call at the end of the game. Which everybody and this this makes me so mad because it, it like I get why some people are mad, but some other people are like I don't understand why you're mad. First of all, the Eagles is not your fucking team. I've never seen so many fucking Eagles uh, fans on my fucking timeline than yesterday, and this is like legitimately people that fucking I've been following all year, and I've never seen them rep the fucking Eagles. It was crazy to me, and. Fucking and all you just see is everybody. Oh, they 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 gave the Chiefs the game. They gave the Chiefs the game. No, I'll tell you who gave us the fucking game. The fucking Eagles defense gave us the fucking game, which it that was addressed weeks prior to that. Fucking, they already were saying that the Eagles were gonna get fucking exposed. Defense, like it's it just like their defense was not as good as people were trying to make it out to be. Also. The Eagles, if you really go back, they hadn't played any good fucking teams leading up to that. They played the 49ers, who didn't have a first, second, third, fourth quarterback. They had somebody playing that was a fucking, um, I forgot what, what was it. He wasn't even a fucking quarterback. They went against the fucking Cowboys, watched them, but you always expect the fucking Cowboys to fucking choke. Uh, Who else did they fucking play? Um... Fuck. The Giants, who had no business even being there. So it's like you got all these people fucking, you know, chirping about fucking the that one fucking call. That one fucking call, in my opinion, did not determine the outcome of the game. You know what determined the outcome of the game? Them getting... Yes, them getting that call, but the Chiefs played that perfectly afterwards. And then people were upset about that. Like, So let's just break down it. You know, he got called for holding. Eagles, I believe, is number 26. Got called for holding. And people were upset about that. Like, you don't fucking in the final minutes of the game decide to throw a flag. 
on a violation. So now, like, you mean to tell me, like, you're asking, you're you're upset because the refs did their job? And then they were like, uh, there was no other holding calls made. You goddamn right, because Juju Schuster got held on fucking uh, early in the game, and they get a fucking call for that. And I, I, I legitimately, like, for people that are saying that, there were no fucking, there was no other footage pulled up of earlier in that game where there was clear holes by the chiefs that weren't getting called. That's the craziest part. Like people are bringing that up. Like, you know, that's the, that's the holding call that they decide to call. Yeah. There were no other holding calls. It was like, it, that. that's what I was talking about earlier. Like it was a legitimately straight up well-played game. Like everybody was cautious of, you know, not getting calls. There were a few like false starts, fucking, uh, offsides, uh, I think it was like one pass interference, but this was a low penalty game, very low penalty game, especially for the fucking Super Bowl. And I think that everybody went in there with a clear understanding, like we don't have no room for fucking error. This team's good. We're good. We we can't fucking slip up because the moment we slip up, we can lose the game by fucking penalties. And that's exactly what happened. So fucking, you know, he got called and he legitimately came out and said, number 26, it was just like cranberry. It's like, you know, Fucking um yeah, I I was holding them and I was hoping that they didn't call it and fucking you know, but they called it. And I was like, that's the that's who you should be upset with. Not fucking the officials, not the Chiefs organization. You should be upset at him for you know, making such a stupid decision that late in the game. Especially when that they're that the Chiefs are that far downfield. Yes, they're third and eight. But you ain't taking no gamble if they're within fucking 20 yards of the fucking end zone. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And everybody's just, like, living in denial about it. Like, clearly living in denial about it. Like, you know, and I was like, y'all are blaming that solely on that call, but not acknowledging the fact that the fucking Chiefs came out there and fucking balled. They came out there and scored two touchdowns and kicked the game-winning field goal. And then you're upset with them for kicking a field goal instead of just scoring and what you were trying to allow them to do, score, because you figured you'd have a minute and, you know, between a minute and 30 and 40-something seconds left to try to get downfield. Let's be honest. It was a lot of fucking third down, fourth downs that the Eagles were facing throughout the game. So the chances of them getting down the field, are you sure about that? Now, maybe they do. It may, but it, it's a huge gamble because, like I said, Chiefs defense was on it. You know what I mean? They've already made you fumble once. They made you get, get so many third and fourth downs. Yeah, you converted on them, but you were under pressure the entire game. You weren't playing that like you usually were playing when you were playing against the goddamn fucking Giants, Cowboys, 49ers, and shit like that leading up to that point. Like, stop it. You're playing against the goddamn Chiefs. Don't underestimate them. When they've been balling out the whole entire game, keeping up with you as far as scoring. And then, like I said, they came out the second half and just balled the fuck out on y'all. You're saying you needed a minute and 40, but if you got down that field and fucking scored or at least tied the game, then that gives the Chiefs a chance to fucking, you know, get back right back downfield. And you already know the Chiefs is notorious for doing that. You've seen what Patrick Mahomes did with 13 seconds. So stop fucking playing like, you know... It could it could have it would have went totally the other way and the, the Eagles would have won. At most, they probably would have tied up the game, and I'll give them that. But you know, as far as like winning the game, no. 
and then you're upset with them because they kicked the game on the field goal. It's a Super Bowl. Like you, you like you, it, the the whole game was good the entire time, and then you ruin it by you know. Uh, draining the clock and then kicking a field goal, motherfucker. This is a game. This is the Super Bowl. I don't give a fuck about tying this game up. I'm trying to win this shit. Like what the fuck? Like the, the, just hearing people just say the the most idiotic shit about the ending of that game was just blowing my mind to the point where I was just I, like, I just actively wanted to, like you're stupid. You're clearly fucking troll. Either you're trolling or you're trying to fucking antagonize just because you lost. Like just because the Eagles lost. Like, complaining about them draining the clock. Like, that's what the fuck they was supposed to do. We're not we're not leaving this to chance, especially when we're we're in a position where we have to kick a field goal because you motherfuckers want us to score so we can give y'all time. It's f- that Y'all basically saying, fuck us. So, fuck you. We're not, we're, this ain't no fucking... This ain't no, you know, tit for tat. We're ending this now. Fuck it. We're going to end this however we can end this. We ain't going to no overtime. We're not, you know, giving y'all a chance to fucking score a whole ass touchdown. Then y'all beat us. Then what? Then y'all going to be talking about was, you know, sucks to suck. But, you know, it is what it is. It just happened. And like I said, you know, the main thing that was bothering me, it was just like people were upset about them, you know, about the call. And just like you're and, and then, you know. People chiming, you know, reposting LeBron's statement about it, like, you know, I don't, I don't agree with that call, da da da. This, you don't, you don't call, you know, make a call at the end of the game like that. But you were just bitching a week ago about a no call on you at the final seconds of the fucking game, and you would have won the fucking game. And then it sent y'all in the fucking, uh, it sent y'all into OT, and you fucking lost. But you're upset with, you know, the same exact outcome didn't happen for the fucking uh, the Eagles. And it's just like, it then turns around. And then I hate when people do this. It's like, they'll put their fucking opinion in there and be like, man, I have no horse in the race. Then shut the fuck up. Keep your opinion to yourself. If you're going to fucking tip, t- you know, play both sides of, or not even playing both sides of the fence, you're just going to play pussy. You know what I mean? Like, you're going to throw that little jab out there and then going to fucking, you know, duck a fade, you know, duck a counter to it. I I hate that. That's just like fucking when people put their fucking uh people put their input on something and then they sprinkle. Well, that's just my opinion. No, I don't need your fucking opinion because your opinion is not fucking fact. And we have to stop letting people do that. Just because you have an opinion doesn't mean you have the right to fucking speak about it. Keep it to your fucking self, especially when you sound like a fucking idiot, because that's exactly how he sounded. You're complaining about a fucking call and is like, no, nah, they should just let it. It should be the ending of the game should be left up to the players. Well, that's exactly what happened when you played the fucking Boston Celtics and it was left up to the fucking players and you got a fucking no call. And people were trying to say, well, that was a clear foul. It was clear holding and fucking the offender admitted to it. I was clearly holding him. And then people was like, well, I didn't see no, like, man, it had hands all over him. Like, if anything, the uh, like, the, some of the most critical calls in the Chiefs' favors did not get called or got fucking overturned. Nobody said a fucking word. That's how you know they wanted the Chiefs to lose. It's clear and evident they wanted the Chiefs to lose, and it's crazy. It is fucking pure craziness.
Like, we're not talking about it was going the other way and fucking, you know, that would have gave the opportunity for the fucking Eagles to fucking score the game-winning touchdown or fucking, you know, tie the game. Like, no, man. Like, it, it, you know, that's not what happened. Everybody went out there and balled the fuck out and did what they had to do, and the referees did what the fuck they were supposed to do. They made calls when they were supposed to make calls, and some they missed. Because, like I said, you know, you know for sure, Fucking motherfuckers been pulling up clips, all type of shit about fucking look at this, you know, these no calls on the fucking Chiefs and da 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 this. They would have that would have been the first thing they would have done. They wouldn't have slept until that shit was put on fucking front page of Sports Center, ESPN. Like, stop it. And on top of that, fucking Patrick Mahomes was hurt. Hurt, man. He was not at peak performance and he still went out there and balled the fuck out. Kept that game tied the fuck up. Like, knock it off. Like, you can't have it both ways. You either want the referees to do their job or you don't. But it can't be at your convenience. Oh, at certain times they can do their jobs, but at certain times they shouldn't. That's basically what you're saying, but no, without saying it. And everybody's too fucking, too fucking scary to say that shit. Like, just say it's certain times you want them to do their job and, and you only want it to benefit you. Like, get the fuck out of here. Like, the game was played how it was supposed to be played, and you got to accept that shit. You may not like it, but you got to accept it. And then, like you know, like I said, just stop dick riding just, just, to, just to dick ride. You know what I mean? You ain't never been an Eagles fan a day in your fucking life. And now you motherfuckers on the internet talking about they cheated. Like, I literally, I literally felt like the entire nation, except for Kansas and Missouri, and maybe a little bit of fucking Denver because we all know, like, that's their second-choice team if the fucking Broncos get knocked the fuck out of there. Let's be real. And we dog-walk them up and down the field every fucking year. But um, everybody in the fucking nation was against the fucking Chiefs. Maybe some states in the West, on the West Coast, but, like, as far as the entire East Coast, man, you, 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 could, you, you, you don't expect to see a fucking fan over there at all and then fucking um like you can even feel it watching the game like it was clearly more eagles fans at that fucking stadium than it was chiefs you'd have thought we were playing in fucking philadelphia the amount of fucking booze that was going on there like it was crazy but like i said you know it was an overall game and it was played i i believe it was played how it was supposed to be played like i i, I without a shadow of a doubt feel like they played that game exactly how it need to be played. You know, there were no bogus calls. There were no this, this, and that. And fucking, you know, it is what it is. And like I said, you know, I'm not, you know, like I said, I was worried as fuck. But, you know, I never lost faith. I didn't lose complete faith. But I was worried. I will say them niggas had me scared, but I held my own. Just like fucking Pinky said. But, you know. That's all I got to say about that. You know, good game, good game, good game. Can't wait for the next season to start. I do hope that we go back to back. I don't see that not happening. You know what I mean? I, I do see fucking I've lost. Um, I stopped worrying about the fucking bills. I think that they are overrated and it definitely showed in the uh, in the playoffs when they played the Bengals. Uh, the Bengals, I don't know. Uh, the, they're pretty good, but 
I still think that we'll be able to make it past him next year. And who knows? We, only time to tell, I don't like to be too cocky until the end. You know what I mean? Like, that's why I wasn't, you know, too much posting about, you know, the days leading up to the Super Bowl. Because, like, like I said, I was legitimately worried. But I think we can go back to back next year. I don't think the Eagles will be in the fucking uh, Super Bowl next year. I think they'll get knocked off. Um if uh, the Dallas Cowboys get their shit together, or you know, who knows? Who knows? We'll see. We'll see. But uh, yeah, moving on from that, it's been a strange few days over the past week or so with the old uh, Chinese balloon situation, spy balloon. Uh, and that's not even the craziest part about that. Like that, th- this is what's so crazy about this. And I truly don't know how to to think and feel about it because that, for one, is not the first Chinese spy balloon that was over the United States in the past few years. That's the only one that we've, like, covered and really blown out of proportion in the media. There's been that was the fourth one in the past few years and there could be maybe more. I could be wrong, but for sure. That were there has been more than one, more than two, more than three, more than four over the past few years. What came after that is like the strange shit because it's like and then and then this is the first time like it's been like straight back to back covered in detail as much detail as we can get in the media. You just got to be following certain media outlets and shit like that. But they've been shooting shit down over North America in general. Over the past few days, back to back, like, and from how they're describing it, it ain't no fucking Chinese balloon shit confirmed, and the shit's moving in ways that it defies the laws of physics, and uh, hey, the and this is shit coming straight from the U.S. military. This shit coming straight. This is words out of the mouths of the government. Not just speculation and motherfuckers just saying shit. Like, they are literally saying, like, there's UFOs in the sky. And we have changed, we have officiated the term of UFO. And basically calling it exactly what it is, unidentified flying object. But you used to be, you know, back in the day, UFO miss an alien, strictly an alien spaceship. But now it's just like they're straight up like it is an unidentified flying object. But the thing that was getting me the most is, like I said, it was defying the laws of physics. It was going at speeds that, you know, unexplainable and how it's flying is unexplainable. Like how it is literally in the air the way it is. And there's no confirm, you know, there's no rotary wings. There's no propellers or anything like that. They they don't see any of that. They're just describing the object as best as they can. Like, hey, one of them described as a fucking hexagon. And, I, and you know what's really, like, starting to make me wonder? If somebody is, like, building these fuck Somebody, you know, in America is, like, building, you know, the, you know, some, some covering around it, around some big-ass drone to make it look like it's a fucking, you know actual you know from another planet ufo and then putting that shit in the air just to fucking freak everybody the fuck out and they may find out who the fuck's doing it later but they haven't come out and said that you know what i mean 
and uh, you know at the top on top of like how high up in the sky it is i don't think like i've i haven't heard of a drone as of recently that can fly that high as far as high as you know they're saying that it's flying and at the speeds that they're saying that it's flying you know what i mean so maybe i think we can kind of rule that out we'll leave it off the table but we'll rule it out as now as far as like right now like it's just some jackass in america that's playing fucking games but um you know i don't know i don't know think about it i will say that I, I I be seeming like the biggest conspiracy theorist on the fucking internet, but everything I'm fucking posting is true. Like, so like, I'm not trying to freak motherfuckers out or make motherfuckers seem like I'm fucking crazy, but Hey, y'all cannot prepare for this. Some type of fucking out of the ordinary thing. If y'all want to, whether it be an invasion from China or f- fucking outer space or world war three, just breaks the fuck out. Or just in general, the amount of crazy shit that's happening with you know within this country y'all cannot prepare for this shit if y'all want to keep fucking just looking at my story and just like swiping just going through my story and just brushing it off if y'all want to but rest assured there is no outcome where you survive when you ain't when you don't have a gun there's no outcome there's no mercy to be showed if you're on the other end of Somebody else's gun. I'm just putting that out there. I'm not trying to freak you out. But hey. Just just you might want to just have some type of fucking plan. You know, worst case scenario, the world just goes to shit. And me, I've been watching all type of crazy ass shows. I'm sorry, but from The Last of Us. To fucking, uh, I even watched the movie World War Z because I was fucking bored. You know, I've been watching shows like that where it's end of the world type scenarios. And no, I'm I'm not I'm not out running shit. I'm shooting shit. I'm surviving. I have a plan, semi plan, and I don't even know if that's gonna work. But it's gonna be better than a lot of you niggas that ain't got nothing. Motherfucking zombie horror come at you. You, I know you can't run. You ain't working out like that. And you, you get your car probably ain't got no gas in it. That's one thing motherfuckers got to stop doing. Stop riding. I fill my tank up every week. Make sure I got a full tank of gas just in case something happened. I got to get the fuck out. And what I'm about to start doing, I'm gonna st- before I get out of the army, I'm gonna steal me some some fuel cans from work. Bunch of tourniquets, first aid shit. Shit that I can fucking, you know, stockpile. And I'm going to have that shit on standby as well. Because you're always going to need some first aid shit. You're always going to need fuel cans. Because, you you know, you just don't want to be relying on just the fuel you have in your tank. Even if it is full. You want to have some reserves just in case, you know, gas stations run out of fuel temporarily or something like that. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to have that. But, uh, yeah, man. Definitely don't, don't, don't just brush that shit aside, man. There's some very strange shit going on. Last time we've heard of, you know, our military aircraft been deployed over our fucking own country. Um, 9-11 happened, if y'all don't remember. So, hey, I'm just putting that out there. Again, not to scare niggas, but, hey, you might want to, you know, start paying attention and 
you know, be aware of your surroundings or what's going on in the world, in the country, because it shit can go south just like that. And your ass is at a fucking hookah bar. You know what I mean? But, uh, yeah, it's been that. Uh, what else has been going on? I don't know. What else has been going on? I'm slowly but surely coming to a, you know, a, a, a sort of end in my career. Um, I just enrolled in school. Um, gotta go through the process of that. I plan on starting in the summertime. Yeah, man, it's, it's finally, I'm slowly but surely transitioning out of military. I think about it every day. Like, you know, I can get that phone call any day, any day, any day. And I don't want to speak it into existence so soon right now. I'm kind of, kind of happy where I'm at, you know, you know, I, I would like to be out cause I do stand to make more money out than in the military, but, uh, I'm kind of happy where I'm at. I ain't got to do too much throughout the day. I can just, you know, kick back and relax and chill. Um, but yeah, you know, I'm slowly, slowly, uh, making that transition, preparing myself every day, setting myself up, thinking about, you know, what's life going to be like every day, starting to think about the things that I want to do to keep me busy as well. Um, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a pretty interesting transition. Um, definitely looking forward to it, you know, more than I was in the beginning. You know, I was a little worried in the beginning. But now, you know, the more I think about it, the more I have time to think about it every, you know, day. I'm, I, I get kind of OK with the, the idea of just fully transitioning and giving up a huge chunk of my life that, you know, I started out at when I was like 19, you know. Me being the age I am now, 31, fucking 12, 13 years later, you know, it's this has been a, a, the entirety of my current adult life that I've given to something. And, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm putting it all behind me and moving forward with my life. And there are some things that, you know, make me happy that I'm putting it behind me. You know, all those long hours that I used to work. To include last fucking night when I had staff duty on the fucking Super Bowl. And thank God it it, it happened at the end after the Super Bowl. Because I'd have been ultra fucking pissed that some goddamn jackass private underage was drinking. I don't know what the fuck he was doing. I'm pretty sure he was drinking with other people. And this is one of the things that pisses me off about the Army. And I'm glad that is no longer my fucking problem. I get a fucking phone call while I'm on 24-hour staff duty. And they're letting me know that some fucking private is at the barracks. And you can hear him screaming in the background. Literally screaming in the background like he's transforming or something. Um, that, hey, you know, he's here. He's, you know, he's injured himself. He's bleeding. He's throwing up all over the floors in the hallway. Fucking, you know, can't fucking. I was like, call the MPs on his ass. That's That sounds like a job for them. It ain't our fucking job to sit there and detain some out-of-control drunk motherfucker like I'm a bouncer at the fucking club. Because if I got to come down there, I'm going to whoop his ass. And I ended up going down there anyway because I was on staff duty. So, of course, I got to show face to, you know, get a clear idea of the situation. So when I got to report it up to hire, they know what the fuck happened and what's going on. I'm a senior NCO. So I get down there. Police is already there. It seemed like every fucking MP that was on duty that night that was there. There was like six, eight cop cars there. Whole fire department, ambulances. I get in there. 
And you can tell from some of the fucking firefighters' faces that were walking back down the hallway that they was pissed or whatever. First of all, it was like 10-something at night. Fucking, by the time I get up to the third floor, they're wheeling him out of his room in one of those fucking mental institute chairs, handcuffed. And the motherfucker's just screaming and hollering, kicking. And the, the, the funniest part about it is like, this is why the army needs to stop fucking literally just accepting anybody because every, I shit you not, every single fucking MP there looked like they could have, this dude could have whooped their fucking ass if he wanted to. Half of them was females, nothing against females, but anything, if, if, if shit was really out of control and that motherfucker was really fucking just brutal, just brute, just, just hoked out on these motherfuckers, he'd have beat the fuck out of every last single one of them by himself. If he really wanted to, because every last one of them seemed like he was scrawny or fat and looked like they was not prepared for the job or should not be an MP. And I'm just saying that based off looks and I don't go based off. Look, look at Bradley Cooper in the fucking crowd with an Eagles fucking shirt on your team fucking lost you bastard. But, uh, yeah. So, um, he's like, they're like, uh, all look like they can just get their ass whooped. All of them. And fucking, um, I was like, like, what the fuck? Like, how the fuck is it taking all of y'all to restrain this dude? Get this dude in, out of this fucking barracks room. Take his ass to fucking jail. Um, so they take him downstairs, put him on a stretcher, restrain him on a stretcher. He's trying to bite motherfuckers while we're trying to restrain him to this fucking stretcher. Ended up having to put a fucking gag bag over his fucking head. While we put him in there, he's got throw up all over him, blood on his all on his face, bloody nose, bloody fucking uh, forehead and shit. Uh, just just hollering and screaming. And then I had to ride with him in the fucking ambulance down to the fucking hospital on the other side of post uh, base and to restrain him. So go to, get down there to the hospital. Even the doctor was like, you know. Why Why is he in jail? Why is he here? And it was like, well, we just want to make sure you didn't have alcohol poisoning. Legitimate reason. Okay, cool. But even the doctor was like, so you can't take drunk people to jail? And this is the problem with the Army. This is the, this is the biggest thing that makes me upset about the Army is the fact that, that, that that's legitimately their first thing that comes to mind. They don't truly want to get these people in trouble. I think Floyd Mayweather dresses like a fucking idiot. Um, But, I mean, he's got money, so... Who am I to talk? But um, they 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 they're so fucking hell bent on making a job less, making making it less work on their end. Because if they would have took him to jail, you know they got to process them, fill out paperwork, and I guarantee you they weren't trying to do that. They were just trying to dump his ass at the hospital. His leadership come get him and take him back to the fucking barracks. But it was like, no, this motherfucker needs to go to jail. He done assaulted you, motherfuckers. Tried to bite you, motherfuckers. Uh, underage drinking, and fuck, like, what do you mean? Like this, this, let that motherfucker because he ain't gonna learn until he go to jail. You know, you dump his ass at the hospital. Fucking, stay there for a couple hours. Leadership come get him when he sober up and take him back to the fucking barracks. Nothing's gonna happen to him. I know that for sure. Even the first sergeant of that dude, uh, when I talked to him, he's trying to find out who the who was the person that fucking called the MPs on him. I was like, and what was his number? And it was like, what? And in my mind, you know, I'm just like, why are you trying to call the person who called the MPs on them? Because I already know what you're trying to do. 
Like, I know that you're trying to yell at this dude for fucking calling the MPs because now it's going to pop up on the radar, you know, probably at, at brigade level like that a dude got arrested and probably at division level. But good. Good. Like, how are you going to get in trouble for that? You were at home in your fucking bed. And that's the thing that the army needs to stop doing, blaming the leadership when they weren't they weren't there and had nothing to do with it. This is a fucking 19 year old kid whose fucking fault is that but his and probably the motherfuckers he was around drinking. Why are we blaming the person that's in charge of him that wasn't there? You don't see me at fucking home get acting a fool, getting drunk. So why am I to blame for his fucking his mis his uh wrongdoing? And then you're just perpetuating the cycle by just looking for the person who called the MPs to yell at them for not calling the leadership first. Because all the leadership was going to do show up to the barracks and fucking lock him in his room. But what if he did have alcohol poisoning? What if he decided to fucking jump out of his fucking window out of the third story and fucking die? And then fucking then what? Then it really would have been you motherfuckers fault because y'all should have took him to the hospital or let his ass go to jail. And I'm just watching this shit unfold. And I was like, this, this is literally the shit that I, I want to get the fuck away from. Because they're worried about the wrong shit. Like, they spent more, they spent a lot more fucking time investing in who was the person who called the MPs than fucking like, yeah, let's, let's, let's make sure this motherfucker gets his just due punishment for fucking acting a goddamn fool the way he is right now. And everybody else. You know, the people that fucking do know him at the bar were like, shit, I wasn't with him. Or I don't know. I was like, yeah, somebody was with him. And they, and because that's the thing, too, now, and, and at least in our brigade, like, if somebody has an alcohol-related incident, whoever was fucking with them is going to be in trouble, too, because they didn't do anything to prevent it. And, yeah, it's not your, it's not your fucking, um, it's not, it shouldn't be your job to take care of another grown man, but... If you 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 know the person that you're hanging with, especially in the army, is if, you know if he's a grown man or not. If he knows how to fucking act like he got some fucking sense or he doesn't. And these motherfuckers don't like take that stuff into account when they're going and hanging out with each other. Like, should I be hanging out with this motherfucker? Because he don't know how to act when he drink. But they don't want to do that because everybody's out to have a good time. Which is why you see me hanging out with none of these motherfuckers. Except for, you know, my you know, my boys when they was here. But as far as as far as like, and I'm sorry to say it, them white motherfuckers and you know some of them Mexican motherfuckers, and even it be some black motherfuckers too. But fucking, they they do not know how to fucking act when they go. You know, they go out drinking. They just they just don't have a limit. They don't know how to control themselves. And I just don't understand why they don't view it as like some mafia style shit. Like if you a troublemaker and all that shit, like bro, you can't come around us, bro. Like you 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 you. You cause too much trouble, but they think that that's that's culture which within the military and especially within the infantry. Like they truly believe that that's culture. That's that's infantry culture to go out and get drunk, get into fights, act a goddamn fool and wake up the next day and not remember a goddamn thing that you did. It's crazy. I've, I've witnessed that shit firsthand since I've joined the military. Like they truly believe like that's how shit goes. And it's like that's it's, it's not. You know what I mean? Like, I I don't get it. And they pick and choose, like, what's what's a true offense and what's not. You know what I mean? Like, what if he was out somewhere and fucking, you know what I mean? Like, you know, what if something really happened to him? You know what I mean? What if he did die of alcohol poisoning? Who knows how much alcohol he had? And from the way he was acting, to be honest, I don't think it was. I think it was more than just alcohol. I think it was on. He had to be on drugs. Nobody gets that drunk and fucking acts the way he was acting last night. Just fucking, just literally 
resistant as fuck, dude, you know, trying to bite motherfuckers, all type of shit. You know, when you drunk, you eventually gonna pass the fuck out. And how long he was doing that shit, he should have at least passed the fuck out. But he didn't. So I was like, you know, this motherfucker gotta be on bath salts or some shit, the way he was trying to bite motherfuckers. And these motherfuckers was like, you know, trying to reason with him. You know, MPs, medics and shit like that, trying to be like, don't, no, don't you bite me. No, not if, if this motherfucker reach over here with these goddamn teeth like he a fucking zombie again, I'm punching this motherfucker in the face. I don't know why they were asking me to escort and I agreed to that shit. I have zero idea why I agreed to that shit, but I was, I was like, I was looking at these motherfuckers in their face because I was the only black motherfucker there and I'm just like, I am literally letting it, like, I'm giving them the look like, if this motherfucker reaches over here and bites me, or kicks me while I'm trying to restrain this motherfucker, I'm going to put my hands on him. And he's handcuffed and restrained. So that's going to look bad for everybody standing around here. And we don't want that to happen, do we? So I suggest we fucking, you know, we put, you know, put a little bit more muscle and elbow grease in the restraining this motherfucker. Because if it's just going to be me, he ain't going to like the way I'm restraining him. I can tell you that right now. Because I was, like I said, I was already mad that it was like 11 something that night. And I, I was like, I'm dealing with this. I, and everybody wants a quiet night when they're on fucking 24-hour staff duty. Everybody just wants a quiet night. They don't want to have to explain the leadership, like, what happened with this, this, and that. Everybody just wants a quiet night. But this motherfucker was determined to make it go the other way. And I'm just like, all right. I'm finna give you what you're asking for. I'm finna make sure you calm the fuck down when I'll beat your ass on this, on this gurney. And we about to have a quiet ambulance ride to the hospital. But that was pretty much the gist of my night. And while I'm pretty much happy while I'm getting out of shit like that. But, you know. Anyways, I'm going to wrap this up. You know, we all almost had an hour. I think I'm going to start putting out episodes on Mondays now. Because when it at the end of the week, Fridays, you know, I got me a haircut. I'm ready to get on a game or some shit like that, chill. I might get asked to do something. So I might start dropping these on Friday or I mean Mondays or something like that. Or beginning of the week. Knock it out, get it out the way. I ain't gotta worry about it. And I can just promote for, you know, the rest of the week until the next episode come out on the next Monday. I think that's, you know, seems more appropriate. But anyways, you know, Chiefs, Super Bowl champs, we are at the top once again. Uh I couldn't be more happier about it. Let me let me talk about shit. Oh, and another situation I'm going to talk about before I get out of here. And that's going to bring me to the hour mark. So, as some of you may know that follow me on social media, seeing that I had a little, you know, tit for tat thing going back recently with a young lieutenant. And I wouldn't say young lieutenant. Uh, he's probably about the same age as me. But you know me. I try my hardest to grow the fuck up in certain situations, act more mature. I don't like people to, you know, see me as an aggressor, you know, this fucking just angry individual and I take things too far. But sometimes you got to take it there with a nigga. Sometimes you got to take it there. You know what I mean? Like we all got that dog, that demon in us that don't want to be fucked with. Y'all just scared to release it. I'm not. Sometimes you, sometimes everybody has had that one situation and it's not just one. You've had multiple situations in your life where somebody was asking for it and you didn't give it to them. And I am a huge advocate of giving people the energy that they're looking for. I am a huge advocate of truly believing in karma has no expiration date. 
that you don't have to enact your revenge right then and there. You can plot that shit, sit on that shit, and wait for the perfect time to release that karma, that anger, that premeditated plan of revenge on them. And I did just that last week. So, last week, or else I'll, I'll go back a little further. Last year, my son's mom um, was, you know, we got into a little back and forth about her upset with the, you know, the females that, I was messing around with from the past and shit like that. She still thinks that I was involved in them. It's like, no, no. Or just one, just one. Because it's it's the only person that she ever knew about. You know what I mean? Like, really, truly knew about it. She just had, you know, an issue with her. And I was just like, you know, not not messing with her. Believe what you want to believe. She truly, she, and I, I know how she operates. She operates off of, you know, like a fucking detective. Like, you know, I don't know anything. I'm going to get you to admit to it. But I'm going to pretend like I know things. She doesn't. She didn't. Never did. And uh, and it, like I said, it was it would always be comical because it was just like she truly feels like um you know fucking this girl or some girl or girls that she had an issue with. And I'm just like I just be at home playing the game. <laughs> but you know just to watch her fucking you know try to bait me into admitting something that there was nothing to admit. Fucking, I was like I just got tired of it. I was like. Why are you on my ass about uh, who I'm potentially fucking with when you fuck with people too? And she did not. But I'm not going to tell you how I know or how I knew who she was previously involved with. But fucking, I told her, I was like, you mess with that dude. I don't mess with him. Yes, you do. So me being the fucking, you know, got to get that. Got to get that proof. I hit dude up. I was like, yo, y'all was messing with each other because, you know, I mean, this is my reasoning because I was like, I needed him to confirm because she wouldn't confirm, even though I knew. Fucking me and dude get into it. And fucking just turns into this whole big thing, da 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 this. And, you know, you know how niggas get when they get beside themselves. They want to take it a step too far, thinking that you pussy. Or thinking that it's just going to be a tit-for-tat thing, going back and forth thing. And it's like, I fucked yo, yo baby mama and all this shit. And, you know, just going, you know, the whole fucking weirdo army nigga shit. Um, nothing I could really do about it. Because I was like, okay, bro, just see me in person. You know what I mean? Like, if you, if you saying all this, see me in person. That's, I'm real big on that. You know, don't. I hate when motherfuckers be on the internet talking, being text messages talking. Just talking, talking, talking. Just see me in person, bro. We we work on the same army base. See me in person. I'll drop you my location right now, or you can drop your location. I'll come to you. Then that's when niggas get to plan that pussy shit. Like everybody's tough, but everybody's too scared to really stand on what they being tough about. And I didn't really give a fuck. I was like, you know, I've been through this situation before, you know. It's, you know Some nigga that An ex is fucking with thing, You know Want to be tough Like I, I'm built for that I'm built for the bullshit So Fucking Whatever I was a dude Just ducking 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 Let it go Or whatever But I was like I'm gonna see this motherfucker When I see him 
for sure. Fucking, and I and I I also had my other reasons for why I was just like, bro, that's not a dude that you want to, you know, fuck with because of his, you know, his association with somebody. And this is just me speculating that he had an association with somebody else that I don't fuck with. And niggas just talk, niggas just talk, niggas love to go brag about who they fucking. Women, women like to do it. Everybody likes to do it. It's not a women men thing. It's bitch ass motherfuckers love to pillow talk about who they. And I've never. I've never understood that. You can, like, talk there, but to actively go try to tell somebody. Drewski made a video about that. Where it was like, niggas will literally go through hell and high water to let motherfuckers know who didn't ask, who don't give a fuck about who they fucking with. Just for, you know, it's an ego thing. You know what I mean? But, uh, so, I sat on it. I'm just like, whatever, whatever, whatever. Uh, Last week, I think it was, I came home and, you know, not going to say how I found it, but I literally see this video on the internet that I see a video that was on the internet of, you know, him, it's, it's, it's a, the thumbnail is fucking, and I don't know who made it, by the way. See a thumbnail of him and this girl he's standing next to. And I was like, no fucking way. I was like, click. No fucking way. But, you know, just randomly on the internet. Randomly. At that very moment. And I'm going to tell you, like, how, like I said, it's just, like, karma. And it's literally, like, just fucking the stars align. You know, watch the video. It's the dude's girl, like, current girlfriend. Fucking, like, getting... Like, fucked. Montage of videos getting fucked by another dude. And I'm just like, oh, this is going to be good. This is going to be good. And I instantly, some told me, screen recorded. Screen recorded because I was like, you might go here and it might not be there after that. Just instantly. I didn't even have to think about it. Screen recorded it. Fucking um, screenshotted the entire fucking where it was at. So we know this is real. And it didn't come from me. That was the main thing. I was like, I don't want people to think this came from me. I don't know how. It's just coincidence. Literally pulled it up on the internet. Fucking. Um. And I sat on it for a couple of hours. I was like, let me sit on this for a couple of hours. Or I sat on it for like a day. Just like basking in it. Like a pig in slop. Just like, uh, what do I, how do I go about this? How do I go about this? Just, just going back and forth. You know, I'm very vindictive. You know, I mean, like, how are we going to do this? How are we going to do this? How are we going to do this? Fucking, and I just said, fuck it. Next, next day, fucking on my way home, DM'd it to him. I was like, damn, not not your not your not your bitch, the love of your life on the internet getting fucked by another nigga. And I did that because I went back on there. Um and it was gone. Yeah. Video was deleted. Yeah, it, it was it, that day that I found it, I go back on there like an hour later or something like that. Video gone, deleted. Whole account that where it was at, deleted. And fucking uh I go and I'm like yeah, so now I gotta send it to him. Send it to him, that all this, and I'm just like checking my checking the DM like you know every hour, every hour. He didn't get no response from, him, didn't get no response from, him. 
And then I finally seen that he seen it, but he didn't, he didn't reply. I was like, okay, now I got a foot full court press on you because you now now you either mind blown or you don't know what to think, you don't know what to say or what to do. Fucking uh, posted on my page and tagged him like you know, blah, you know, said all I said about it, and you know, still no response from him, nothing, nothing. I was like, damn, this wasn't going to be as fun as I thought. I thought, you know, he's going to come at me crazy. Talking about he's going to pull up and, you know, all this whole type of shit. And didn't get none of that, though. But I, but I at least I at least was satisfied with the fact that he knew that I knew that some other dude fucking his, fucking his girlfriend. And posted her on the fucking internet. And I had to make sure that... He knew it wasn't me because you can, you know, you can get in trouble with that legally, like fucking, you know, the whole revenge porn thing. But I didn't post it and I didn't post it on. I didn't repost it on the Internet. I just sent it to him in a DM informing him that his girlfriend was fucking some other dude. So. Yeah, but, you know, I say all that to say this, that fucking hey man, you got to let you got to give motherfuckers the energy they looking for, you know. Don't spend your life letting motherfuckers, you know, because I've seen people be like that. Like they be like, uh, you know, uh, I'm gonna let it go. You know, it ain't worth it. Nah, fuck that. Give that pussy that energy, cause that nigga, he 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 from the end of last year till now, that motherfucker truly thought he got a one up on me. Truly thought that I wasn't willing to take it there. He who goes further lasts the longest. He who laughs first last laugh. However you say it, I got the last laugh for sure. Cause there ain't a fucking thing he can do to get a one up on me on that one. Nigga, fuck your girl and put her on the internet for everybody to see. As you know, truth be told, his girlfriend's fucking ugly. Seriously, looks like Trick Daddy with a wig on. I wouldn't say all that, but she's ugly. I'm just being honest. I wouldn't fuck her. But you know, I you know I just had to say that because like I said, you know, some people look probably look at me like, you know, I I know for sure even like my own friends and stuff like that, which I don't give a fuck because like I said, you you know, it it comes a certain point in your life. I I just wasn't taught to play with niggas. You know what I mean? Like all that fucking. You know, you you want to try to play games with a nigga that clearly told you he he don't play games, and you still want to play games with a nigga. And I know, like you know, like I said, I know for sure it's people that you know feel some kind of way about me and the way I go about things. But I don't I don't be giving a fuck about shit like that, man. When a, when a motherfucker want to sit there and play games with you, and you know, he can do whatever he want. And you supposed to just be on the same even playing field? No, man. I'm gonna nip that shit in the bud. I'm not no going back and forth, nigga. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not no nigga that you gonna sit here and play with. I'm gonna make sure that motherfuckers know I'm. I'm nothing to be played with. And if you try to play with me, I'm gonna show you. And however way I can show you, and I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get low down and dirty with you. I'm gonna. I'm gonna make you. I'm gonna make you feel. I'm gonna make you feel like you gotta kill me. 
That's how much I don't I don't be fucking around, especially when it's niggas that I don't even fuck with. That's that be the problem, bro. You know, like I said, I see my own. You know, I know for sure my own homies didn't feel some way about you know the way I get down. But it's like, what you feeling a certain way when I clearly I, I didn't let you know I don't fuck with this nigga. So what you mad at me for for me not you know di- you know taking his bullshit like what? You mean to tell me this nigga can sit here and do disrespect me? And I clearly took it as disrespect and I don't like it. But I'm not supposed to disrespect him in a way that he don't like it. You sitting here dictating what, what's going too far and what's not. You know how you, you know, uh, alleviate all that, avoid all that. You stay the fuck out my way. I stay the fuck out your way. Simple. I don't fuck with you. You don't fuck with me. And like I be trying to tell motherfuckers, my my biggest point that I be trying to get across is like it, it you know it's gonna come a point in your life where you gonna let some you gonna let a nigga slide and he gonna think he can take it a step further. You know what I mean? A nigga think that he can talk to you any kind of way. Eventually, that nigga gonna think that he can you know put his hands on you. Eventually, that nigga gonna think that he can keep playing with you. It ain't gonna be no one time thing. When you give it, when you let a motherfucker slide once. Oh, he gonna do it again. You just ain't got it. You just ain't been through it yet. But when you go through it, you gonna you gonna wish that I I showed this nigga up front that I'm not no nigga to be played with. And I do that shit off rip. Me, I do that shit off rip. I'm gonna I'm gonna let you say something here and there. But once you cross the line, and I let you know you cross that line, I'm gonna let you know, nigga, I'm not to be played with. So you can cross this. You 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 can be a habitual line stepper if you want to. But I'm letting you know right fucking now, you ain't going to like where I'm going to take it. I'm going to make sure you never, I'm going to make sure you never want to fucking, you know, put differences aside or nothing. Like I said, we're going to take it there. We're going to keep taking it there. And I'm going to let you know that ain't shit changed next time I see you. I know for sure it's a couple niggas that fucking think that shit, shit done changed, shit done died down, shit done blown over. I done got over shit. Fuck no. I don't want I I don't want to talk to you. None of that shit. Don't hit my line talking about nothing. We ain't got shit to talk about. It's fuck you forever. When you cross that line that I didn't ask you not to cross. Cuz I let you come back across that line, you going you going to cross it again. So stay on the other side of that line. And that's all I got to really say about it, you know. But you know, we going to end it at that. Got to fuck Couple phone calls, motherfuckers calling me and shit. You know they know damn well it's five oh one, and I do not talk to niggas after five p.m. But you know, I gotta call and check on my brother. Actually, he was out in the streets last night. You know, make sure he's safe in Kansas, back home in Kansas City. Gotta make sure he's good. Uh, but yeah, y'all, it's been another episode of Convoy Conversations. Uh, I probably, uh, I think I'll have another guest on here next week. Uh, we'll see. Uh, but yeah, it's been another episode of Convert Conversations. I appreciate y'all for listening. Well, and I'll see y'all next week. Next Monday now. Episodes is dropping on Monday. Remember that. Mark it on your calendar.